Hey, look at that. We're back. Back to back days. Always love the back to back days. Wonders never cease. I know. <laughs> it is Tuesday, July the 10th. Good morning. Um, Going to kind of continue with talking about the conversation we started yesterday with the reopening. I don't know if you'd call it a reopening of the Jeffrey, Ep- Jeffrey Epstein investigation. It's sort of. Sort of is, sort of isn't. I don't know if it technically is, but that's what I'll call it. Yeah. It seems like uh, there's a bit of a panic on the Democrat side with uh, with the information that's coming out. And what they're really trying to do is they're trying to make you think that there's some connection between Epstein and Trump. And that there's actually no connection between Epstein and Bill Clinton. Right. I mean, this that's is... That's being, like, totally buried. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I hate to... to bash the term into the ground but this is gaslighting 101 you know they make you question yeah. what you know we know bill clinton flew on the plane on on epstein's plane 26 times six like 15 yep. of those times we didn't even know about until a couple of years ago yeah but the media would have you believe that oh bill and jeffrey they just know each other they're just acquaintances jeffrey and trump however they're best buds Right. Couldn't be tighter. This, Thick as thieves. <laughs> Which is the opposite of the facts. Right. And, it's literally um, the exact opposite of reality. So they're trying to get you to question reality. Well, what's the worst of it is that, like, you know, those of us who know some information about the story know and, and know that the media is fake, know exactly what they're doing. The problem is the people that don't, no, especially, you know, like younger people, they don't know any of this stuff. They've never heard the allegations about, well, it's not even allegations. I mean, Bill Clinton is in flight logs. Yeah. So that's a fact. So they're, they're buddies. Um, they've, they've flown on his plane together a couple dozen times. Sorry. She heard the name Bill Clinton and went on alert she her knows when we're talking about bad people her spidey senses were tingling so um so it's the people that don't really know and don't really follow things they just kind of hear the top line and they just hear the media talking about trump over and over and over again and they're not listening to the details so the the impression is created and the media knows that and that's exactly what they're working to do I want to give the so it's exam- really frustrating. Uh, it is. I want to give the example from the New York Times because I just pulled up this article that was posted. Uh, I think it was yesterday, and uh, you know, title starts off pretty good. Bill Clinton and Jeffrey Epstein. How are they connected? So you go, oh well, well that's a pretty good story. I want to read about that. Yeah, so, but one of the first you, you open the story up, and one of the first things they talk about. This is second paragraph in. But it is Mr. Epstein's ties to two United States presidents, Bill Clinton and Donald J. Trump, that have drawn the most attention in recent days. So right off the bat, second paragraph into the story, they're going to introduce you to, oh, actually, it's Epstein and Donald Trump you should be worried about. But they don't, of course, say yeah. that. They, don't, they of course, don't say, come out right and say that. Se- uh, next paragraph after that one. In 2002, Mr. Trump called Mr. Epstein a terrific guy. So, so the paragraph after they introduce Donald Trump, they immediately go to tell you about the connection between Trump and Epstein before they've even really gotten to the connection between Bill Clinton right. and Jeffrey Epstein, which is the headline of their story. But on Tuesday, Mr. Trump told reporters he was not a fan of Mr. Epstein. The two had a falling out and had not spoken for some 15 years. 
So their first paragraph about Trump is this quote from more than almost two decades ago. Right. About Trump calling him a terrific guy when he calls everybody he knows a terrific guy. Everybody's the most wonderful person he's ever met I know, until they're not. I, it's like he's, he said Kim Jong-un I know. was a great guy. Doesn't just, mean he endorses feeding your your relatives to dogs and stuff like that. Doesn't mean he supports literal concentration camps like they have in North Korea. Yes, you want to know what actual doesn't... concentration camps are? Go to North Korea not the U.S.-Mexico border. Right. You know? It's diplomacy. And yeah. he, this was social diplomacy. Yeah. And, you know, it was kind of a dig at him anyway because he, he goes on to say that right. you know, he likes his girls younger and much younger than him. And, it you know, in his Trumpian way, that's actually kind of a dig at him. So anyways, the first paragraph is about this nefarious quote from Trump more than almost 20 years ago. Then they go on to say, Mr. Clinton has denied having a close relationship with Mr. Epstein. On Monday, Mr. Clinton's office said in his statement that Mr. Clinton, quote, knows nothing about the terrible crimes, end quote, that Mr. Epstein has been accused of, and that Mr. Clinton had not spoken to Mr. Epstein in more than a decade. So right off the bat, they're throwing this allegation about Trump saying something nice about Epstein mm-hmm. in here, and then they're coming out right afterwards and going, oh, but Bill Clinton denies being his friend, don't even mention the fact that Bill Clinton is on the flight logs 26 times on Epstein's yeah. plane in those in that first couple of paragraphs. It's so infuriating. And then and that they link to the I mean that is a lie of I know. omission. If you're purporting if you're saying what is the connection as the headline and you're saying okay, here it is people, I'm going to give you this information and then you omit that it, Dude, it's worse. you are lying to the people. This is why you were an enemy of the people. So it gets worse, Because you're though. lying to people. I know. It gets worse, so they link the full statement from the Clintons. Of course, there's no statement from the Trump campaign that they link. They don't give you that because they don't want you to know mm-hmm. what he said about it. They don't want you to know that Trump is also out here denying these claims, just like Clinton right. is, except that Trump's not on the flight logs freaking 26 times. So they go on to say, now here's where they start to explain, you know, a couple more paragraphs down, they start to explain the ties between Epstein and Clinton. In 2002, the former president took a trip on Mr. Epstein's private jet, which brought a flurry of media attention. A trip, they say. Wow. One trip is what they're talking about. Wow. And so then, of course, he explains that he was going to Africa to fight AIDS or some. BS. Yeah, of course. Some of BS. Course you know, I'm was. just I'm just a good guy. I'm just going I mean, to fight the AIDS. This guy is like a heart of gold. Yeah. He's only doing good. Yeah. Leave him alone, people. He's only on the sex plane <laughs> to go help kids with AIDS. I know. How dare you? Was that the only trip? So then you go a few more paragraphs down. We're we're more than halfway down the page on the story now. Was that the only trip? And then they go on to explain about these four other trips that he took on the plane, and it's like no, you know, you have to get yeah. to the end of the story here before they even mention the fact that he's been on the plane 26 times. I mean, literally, this is like this is like what you would get out of a PR company. This is worse than what you would party. get. Uh, well, that is yeah. what these, that's what these organizations are. They're all PR for, for Democrats. Yeah, it's, it's bad. just amazing. So, I mean, <laughs> The media, like I go back to the big three. Here's my big three that we have to accomplish if we want to defeat the Democrats. The media, education, and vote fraud. 
those are the big three. So the media is one of the big three. And we, our efforts need to always be directed at exposing the media and their fraud so that anybody that's not woken up yet will wake up. This is why they banned Alex Jones when they did. Because Alex Jones, for all his flaws and all his craziness, he was on this Jeffrey Epstein story from the get-go. I mean, the dude has yeah. been talking about it for a long time. And I mean, a lot of a lot of people have known this about Epstein for a long time. It's not like some big secret that's just now coming out. Like It blows, right. kind of blows my mind that it's a, it's a well-known fact that this guy has a plane that he takes people on to go on sex capades and that he's got his own <laughs> private island. Like, And it's known that he's got this private sex island and nobody's like, you know, maybe that shouldn't be a thing. Maybe that should not be something that we're all okay with. Nobody says that, of course. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, now I don't know if this is real. I probably shouldn't even bring this up because this is this goes into the realm of conspiracy theory. But it was just interesting. Somebody posted what they said was a uh, drone footage of his private island. So I have no way of knowing if it actually even was. Mm -hmm. So to make that clear. But in this footage, there was like this little temple thing. That does like exist. Gold. No, you go look on Google Maps and that is fully oh, really? verifiably exists. Oh my no gosh. Question. I was like, dude, what is going on? No, there? that is. Did you see? That is Did legit. Did you see the picture? Yes, I've seen it. I, that yeah. That's real. So that's real. It's a gold real. dome. It looks like a temple. Of yeah. some sort. Not well, like a Christian church, but I mean, yeah, there's, it there's, really makes you think, and it just makes you think. There's several pictures of that. There were Now, there was a picture of some figure on top, and then people couldn't tell if it was yeah. an owl or something. I don't know about that. Yeah. That's the conspiracy right there, is that there's, there's, well, that, there's that figure two, there is that an owl. There were two statues of some sort. Right. And and the the, the thought see. was that that they were an owl and that the owl had some sort of symbolism connected to pedophilia somehow. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that part. I couldn't see what they were. But I the temple is undisputed. The, the the temple undisputedly is there. You can yeah. you can go like I'm looking at it on Google Maps right now. I just pulled it up. I can see it on there. No question. Yeah. So. So, that's bizarre and like there's there's stories about him like building freaking temples or uh tunnels on the island like like underground tunnels like who needs underground tunnels for anything well in the drone footage they they highlighted this you know little spot in the side of this hill and there was a road to it and then you could see a little black what looked like an entrance it is crazy man it's crazy that this that like in 2019 somebody's got this like Dungeon Island that they just go to that they own all the time. I know. Well, Crazy. they protect each other. That's why. Yeah. I mean, again, this is still kind of in the realm of conspiracy theory, but but it's not, not really though. not really because Epstein is a perfect example of how they covered his butt. Yeah. You know. They would. I mean, um, and, and 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 you know, like we kind of briefly talked about yesterday, they want to blame it all on Alexander Acosta. But Acosta right. was getting pressure from D.C., it sounds like. There was other outside forces acting on, you know, for, you know, putting pressure on Acosta to have him cut this deal for them. It's not like Acosta right. went and made the whole deal by himself because 
as you said yesterday, Acosta wrote up the 53-page indictment that they were going to throw at Epstein. Exactly. And I, um, oh gosh, I should have had it up. I had just found a Daily Beast uh, story yesterday that was written by a girl that I guess has been like following this story for 10 years. And in it, Acosta said, and I kind of want to bring it up so I can. I'm trying to look for it too. What's her name? The name you don't remember the name of the writer. Uh, Vicky Ward, I think, is her name. With an I or a Y, Vicky with an I or a Y. With a with an I. Let me just search Daily uh, Beast Vicky Ward. See if I can find it while you're talking about it here. Well, basically, it said that he had been told that. Um, that he had been told that Jeffrey Epstein was, uh, quote, above his pay grade and that he, quote, belonged to intelligence and to leave it alone. Whoa. Here it is right here. I have the story. So the title is Jeffrey Epstein's sixth story played out for years in plain sight. Yes. And uh, here's the quote right here. It is, <clears throat> is the Epstein case going to cause a problem for confirmation hearings, Acosta had been asked. And this is, I'm assuming, confirmation hearings for... His new job. Yeah. Hold on, I just got a pop-up ad. I hate the pop-up ads that come up in the middle of the story I'm trying to read. <laughs> uh, well, I have ad blocker on, so I don't know how it happens. But anyways, Acosta had explained briefly, apparently, that back in the day, he'd had just one meeting on the Epstein case. He'd cut the non-prosecution deal with one of Epstein's attorneys because he had, quote, been told to back off that Epstein was above his pay grade. Quote, I was told Epstein belonged to intelligence and to leave it alone, end quote. His, he told his interviews in the Trump transition, who evidently thought that was a sufficient answer and went ahead and hired Acosta. <laughs> Yeah. Interesting. Interesting interesting. that Acosta is saying that. And this is what I was hoping. I mean, from the get-go, I assumed that he was not, you know, he wasn't that high of a position. So a decision like that probably wouldn't come from, you know, a lower level person. Right. Well, it wouldn't make sense. But um, the fact that he's now connected with Trump and that, he, I mean, obviously he knows who told him that. So he can provide information. And I did see a clip of President Trump yesterday being asked about it. And he said, well, I can say that Acosta has been a really great labor secretary. Um, he said, but that's a good question. And we're going to be looking into that very closely. And the way he said it, you know how Trump does. Yeah. I got the, <laughs> I got the impression looking at it very closely was not. Uh, lip looking service. into the whole thing very closely. Right. So it wasn't just lip service, is what right? 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 So they're gonna. Uh, I, I, I'm sure they probably already have a lot of information on what went down there, and I've seen a lot. You know, I haven't been able to find like the full story on it, but I've seen some things that it was the FBI was involved, and Mueller was the head of the FBI at the time. Jeez. It, I mean, that would be the least surprising thing of all this, I think, to know that Mueller and the FBI were involved in the cover-up. I, I think that would be not shocking to anybody at this point. 
Yeah. Sadly, I mean, you know, it would have been at the time, but not now. Yeah. Jeez. There's another, by the way, just real quick, there's another good article by Vicki Ward, and it is Vicki with a Y, uh, that she wrote oh. uh, also on the Daily Beast. I tried to warn you about sleazy billionaire Jeffrey Epstein in 2003. And just from what I've read, there's some good stuff in there, so you should read that article as well. Um, because she was investigating him again at the time and was hearing right. firsthand from some of these witnesses, these people who are claiming to be assaulted by uh, Epstein. You know, she's talking to these people at the time when the memories are fresh. So this is a good article to go and read. Uh, right. Both of her well, articles. and you talk about it's like, um, how do these people get ignored? You know, but I think it, I think it, it actually is. Uh, you know, not so much conspiracy theory that these people have stuff on each other and that's why nobody will take them down. Well, they look at, they definitely look out for each other and then they've got friendlies in the media where, you know, you, you go and make one phone call and you can kill a story in an afternoon. It's like, no, I don't want that story to come out. We can't have that. You can't run that. Like it's, it's, it is that way. I know that's, that's something that's hard to prove you know, unequivocally, but you know, that's what they're doing. I mean, it's so not only that, but they actually are used as, um, you know, rhetorical hitmen, like with Candace Owens. Like when you listen to her story, the whole reason she became a conservative is that she, it's a long story, but she basically posed a threat. They felt to left wing, uh, agenda, and so the next thing she knows, she's got Washington Post reporters calling her, asking her questions, and she figures out that they're trying to do a hit piece on her. Right. <laughs> and she was nobody, you know. They needed nobody to get ever yeah. They need her to, name. They need to get her before everybody's heard of her, because then if you right. know if they do it in the reverse, right. it's not as powerful. So this was a Washington Post reporter who's actually like doing the bidding of the left wing movement to smear her it's just amazing to me i mean that just blew i mean i even i have the worst opinion in the world of the media but that blew my mind that they would actually just like go after somebody like attack dogs well and and that's what they do you know and we've got the emails from hillary clinton we've got their staff talking about friendly reporters uh, you know, and right. um, was it Maggie Haberman? Is that the one I'm thinking of? Yep. They called her a friendly Maggie Haberman. I mean, it, she worked at the New York Times. Yeah, and says so she's reliable. Yeah, she's reliable. We can we can go to her and give her. I mean, so it's not really a conspiracy <laughs> theory. What we want her to print. It's really not a conspiracy theory to to say that the Democrats are working with people in the media. I mean, that is a that's a fact no, that's right a there. Fact. And so it's not that hard to draw the conclusion that, you know, if there was a story that would be damaging to them, they would be able to get it axed. You know, it's not that much of a stretch to say that is all I'm saying. So, well, and speaking of people getting off, there's another story that was out yesterday about Ed Buck. And if you don't know who Ed Buck is. Good transition. Thank you. I'm getting better, huh? (laughs) (laughs) There's another story out about Ed Buck. And if for people who don't know, he's a Democrat donor in California. Mega donor. Mega donor. Twice he has had young black men in his apartment doing drugs and having sex or whatever. And they've died. 
two young black men have died in his apartment. July 2017 and more recently January 2019. And no f- charges filed. That's insane. I want to read it is. I just want to read this really quick from his Wikipedia page because you know Wikipedia is trash at this point. They're removing references to Democrats from Epstein's page. We showed you that yesterday. We told you about that yesterday. So I just want to preface that with the fact that they haven't removed this bit from Ed Buck's page yet, and I'm sure they will. It says, since the death of Gamel Moore, this was the kid who died in 2017, multiple reports have indicated that Buck had a history of luring young black gay men to his apartment where he would inject them with crystal methamphetamine. Right. Well, listen to this from the from the story yesterday. Um, it says, so the family's alleging that he was sex trafficking. Whoa. And it says the family of the 26-year-old Jamel Moore has made the new allegations as part of an ongoing civil case against Buck. Uh, Moore died of a methamphetamine overdose in July 2017. He was found naked on a mattress in Buck's living room, which was littered with drug paraphernalia. Now, how does that happen? And this guy has no charges filed. That is insanity. <laughs> twice. Twice. And these are young black men. And they purport to be whatever, the protectors of black people or something. I don't even know. But they don't even care. That's insane. And they declined to charge him. A year later, they declined to charge him. Yeah, so, and, and that's the worst of it, is that they get away with this stuff, like, right in your face. Just like Hillary Clinton and, and her private server and deleting emails that are under subpoena. They just do it right in your face. Because the media covers it up for them. Exactly. Unbelievable. And the useful idiots buy it all without thinking. This is what we're up against, though. See, this is this is the sort of thing you got to remember. This is what we're up against here. We're up against the machine the Democratic machine, yeah. man. It is a machine. <sighs> we got to think of a better name than the DNC. The DMC, the Democratic machine. <laughs> that's Yeah, know. that's a good one. I don't know. Well, well, they call it the Chicago machine. Now it's national. Oh, yeah, so that's a good point. The Chicago politics thing is a good, good. Yeah, now it's national. Yeah. Now it's everywhere. So, you know, I have to say, though, we are doing a pretty good job, uh, you know, on social media of calling this stuff with Trump and Epstein out as we see it. I mean, there was uh, Rosie O'Donnell. I'm just going to here. Let me just pull up Twitter real quick because we've we've got uh, seven minutes left and we've kind of covered all the topics we want to cover. So now we can do some free form here. But let me go find Rosie's tweet here because she she sent out that tweet yesterday about saying that. well, here, let me just find it. Just sit back and relax and wait for me to find it for a minute. <laughs> uh, oh, God, she's tweeted a bunch since then. Uh, basically, it was you know something about Trump being a sex trafficker, and he had been for years or something. And I went and looked at... Here it is. They sex trafficked children, and everyone knew. The parties raged on. Men showed up to F children. How many billionaires own modeling agencies? Trump has been sex trafficking for decades, which, first of all, 
Should be slander, by the way, coming from somebody like Rosie. Right. But you open it up and you look at all the replies. They're great. Top reply. It seems I've stepped inside the twilight zone here. Crazy's gonna crazy. Please seek help. <laughs> you know? And then they, they, they say other things, like they bring up the fact that, uh, hey, Epstein and Bill Clinton were pretty close. How can you sit, make this tweet without mentioning Bill Clinton? Love how you glaze over Clinton's 26 trips on the Lolita Express to the one of Trump's and the fact that Trump banned Epstein from his property. But no surprise, this is what Democrats do. I mean, we're owning the social yeah. media replies and comments, and that is, that's pretty yeah, big. That's, that's why they that's want that's to do away battle. with this on social media. Yeah. Because we <laughs> <laughs> provide true. too much information. That's true. They do want to do that. And that's that's why they that's why they start out with banning somebody like Alex Jones. Because Alex Jones is an easy target. Oh, he's crazy. He's always saying crazy things. Like, yeah, but he has a right to. Like he has a right to say crazy things. This is America. Right. We can say whatever right. we want. You know? And we're adults. You know, that's that's a responsibility of adults to figure out what has evidence backing it and what doesn't. Right. It's not the responsibility uh well. In a way, it's the responsibility of the person presenting it, too, but, you know... It, it, right, it, it, it is a fair person, but there's always going to be people, and I'm not just Alex Jones, but there's going to be people that are really, you know... I mean, they're like, for example, the Flat Earth Society or whatever. Right. I haven't even looked at it. It's just a joke, but there's people out there, like, supposedly seriously advocating that the world is flat. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Ban them from being, <laughs> ban them from saying exactly. that? Are they because banned from saying that the Earth is flat? Right, but if you're smart and you're an adult, then you should be able to just, you know, take the good and the bad, <laughs> figure out what's what's real and what's not. That's the point, though. So that's why they went after Alex Jones first, and you know everything after that is, well, it's kind of acceptable you know oh well we can go yeah. after crowder because crowder called this guy a fag and we can go after this guy because he said this thing and you know it's just yeah. it snowballs and, and and eventually there's no voices left did you see this this steven crowder thing that he posted that facebook just changed their rules no i didn't so that now it's, it's now it's okay to post threats against dangerous individuals what and yeah, and Crowder had been at one time when they when they banned him or something, they had they had labeled him a dangerous individual. Oh jeez. So now it's okay to post threats. Oh my god. So who determines who's a dangerous <laughs> individual? Because I think that AOC is a dangerous individual. So can I post I threats against her? I think that, you know, uh Turk from uh, uh whatever the young Turks, they're they're dangerous individuals. Chink. Can I can Chank, yeah, whatever the hell his name is. I don't even remember. Can I post <laughs> threats against them? Are they dangerous individuals? Can I can I threaten them? You know where does it well, end? Like, Who is the arbiter of all this stuff? They are. Right. Why like do I they said, get to be these say said, say so? Socialism is the most dangerous ideology on earth, and I mean that's historic fact, right? Hundred thousand people killed by leftism, collectivism, in the twentieth century. So, what if we get power? This is what I tell people. What if we get power and we determine that socialism is dangerous and there can be no mention of socialism, no chase shirts, no power fists, no nothing. Well, then it's fascism. You raise the, you raise the power fist, you go to jail. How do you like that one? 
Then they'll just you know call. I mean? Then they'll call it fascism. Is what they'll call it. <laughs> well, I don't care what they call it. I know. The I know, point I know. is, be careful what you wish for, because you might not always have the control over other people's speech. And that's Someday the, thing, that's the whole founding principle of America. You should be able to say whatever you want, regardless of who it's going to offend or you know what the dangers are, because this is America and this is what we were founded on. Right. And, and we, we would do that because that's not who we are, because we believe in free speech, right. even with people we disagree yeah. with, even with ide- ideas that we feel are dangerous, because that's not how you accomplish. I think Thomas Jefferson or one of them said, you know, the answer to to bad speech is more speech. Right. It's you not have more less. voices out there correcting the bad ideas. You know, mm-hmm. but they just don't. <laughs> They are fascist because they do believe in controlling speech and they do believe in controlling people. Right. And they control like the definitions of words like fascism itself. You know, it's somehow become this this word that means right wing extremism somehow. And it's not what it is. It's just not. So. Right. Crazy. It's basically another socialist ideology. It's just national socialism based on based on nation nations which if you want to national control whereas whereas socialism and communism is based on internationalism that's leninism lenin was really big on the whole international aspect of it that it had to be the whole world because basically i mean basically because other people can people can escape <laughs> if you don't have an international communist system then people can escape and then it and doesn't go somewhere work else. and then it doesn't work because there's no free labor anymore <laughs> exactly bottom line so you have to have it international so that everybody's stuck in it all right we're out of time and for... now you know all about globalism there you go we're out of time for today but uh, keep fighting the good fight on the uh, epstein story don't let the media get away with trying to put a connection between trump and epstein it's all about the connections between between epstein and the democrats that's what they're scared about that's the story you got to keep pushing so Uh, We'll try to get back on here tomorrow, but uh, until next time, have a good one.